My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Do you have a passion you've put on the back burner while tending to your family all these years? That's not a bad thing, but what if now is the time to tap into that in order to be fruitful for the Lord? Welcome to episode 35, where we're going to talk about how to use our passions to be fruitful for God in this season of our life. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days, Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life, so let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. Welcome, my emptiness friend. My question for you today is, if you were set free to do the one thing you most want to do, what would it be? Last week, I got to go and share with some some moms at a school, talk to them about what I have learned from being a mom all these years, got to talk about my book, Unceasing, talking about how that paradigm shift that God taught me on prayer and how to move past all the worry and manipulation and nagging my children and moving into a prayer life for them. Just, it was an amazing difference. Got to talk to them about that. And I'd have to tell you, it just makes me happy. I walk out of a thing like that and I just have more energy than when I walked in. It's my passion. And when I get to do it, I am, I'm thrilled. I'm not done yet. I have things to share with other women, and neither are you. Now, it might not be that you want to go talk to groups of people, but what is it you do want to do? I just heard about a woman yesterday. I was in a meeting, and the director of the Pregnancy Care Center was talking about this new employee that they had. And she said, this woman is way overqualified for this job. She has a master's in education, but she's going to be running our front desk as people come in. I mean, that's kind of a step down, kind of humbling to be the receptionist of this. But this woman, she said, you know what? Now is my passion time. I've retired from teaching. I want to do what I really, really care about. And I just wanted to stand up and clap. Yes. What if we all saw that? That as we move into this stage of life, we get to do what we really care about. In episode 34, just the previous episode to this one, I talk about how to be fruitful in this season of life because I think it's very important. Matthew 7 um, in verse 13 through 20 talks about Jesus is saying, hey, you know what? Y'all are going to be known by your fruit. What shows up to give to others, that's what is going to tell whether we're following Jesus or not. In my quiet time in the last few mornings, I've been in, in Titus and the doesn't take very long to get through the book of Titus because it's only three chapters. But I was struck by how often the phrase good deeds or good works 
was used in there as Paul is encouraging Titus on not only how to live, but how to encourage his church to live. And I think good works is just another way to say fruit. Now, I'm not talking about a works-based relationship with Jesus. Think about an apple tree. If it is planted and it's, you know, normal kind of situations where it's getting some water and it's, it's getting what it needs, it is naturally going to produce fruit. Why? Because it's trying to prove to everybody it's an apple tree? No, the sap flowing through it is going to naturally cause the process of fruit to be formed. That is what it's like for our fruit to show up as Jesus is flowing through us. It isn't a basis about earning anything. And so let's go back to the idea that if we have passions, it should be showing up in our fruit. The why of that is in Titus in in chapter 2. And I have to tell you, this little segment of scripture has been one that has really informed my life for a long time. I I keep coming back to it, finding cross-references for it, because it just, it paints a picture in me. So let me read it for you real quick. Titus 2, 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. It's it's like a if-then statement. It is It is a continuation of an idea all the way through. It is God's grace. It is what saves us. But it doesn't save us to go on continuing to be the worst version of ourselves. It saves us to redeem us, to live upright and godly lives wherever we found find ourselves. And you know, come on, let's talk about it. This present age that we get to live in, it's a difficult one. But we still are his people. We are his possession, and he wants us to be zealous for good works. So I'm in the almost empty nest stage. I have one final bird still, you know, fluttering away on the edge of my nest. But in my bursting nest stage, when I was just trying to fit everybody in the nest, my good works looked more like getting laundry done and making dinner and disciplining my children and reading aloud and getting them to soccer practice. That was serving Jesus in that time. But now my time has opened up. I have more space and I get to be zealous for the passions that God has put in my heart. Those spiritual gifts that he has given me, they were operating in the days where I was home with my kids, but they get to operate more and in different ways now. Okay, so we have our why. What about our how? Paul tells Titus the how as well. In Titus 3, 5 through 6, he says, He saved us. Now listen, just in case you're worried about this good works thing we're talking about today. Not because of works done by us in righteousness. Okay, it's very clear. We do not get saved by our works. But according to his own mercy by the washing and regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Then verse 8 says, the saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. It's not that we have to prove anything. 
but he regenerates us. He renews us. Oh, isn't that good news? The older I get, he's going to regenerate things that are starting to fail. He's going to renew my energy, which might be getting lower. And I get, I get to not have to, I get to devote myself to him. So through all these scripture and Titus, we have seen our why and our how and our what. Our why is that we are women of his possession. We should zealously want to serve him. We are Jesus girls and we need to get in there and do whatever he wants us to do. How? Through ourself? No, through the power of the Holy Spirit. He's richly poured out on us and he renews us and regenerates us. And our what? Our good works or deeds, the ones the Lord has laid on our hearts, not what anybody's guilting us into doing, but the Holy Spirit that is richly poured out on us, he is perfectly capable of giving us our assignments. Maybe he's laid these things on our heart our whole lives. And now it's time. It's time for passion work. Passion work, the things that we care about are going to naturally make us zealous. Okay, so how does that kind of look in reality? I mean, let's be honest, to have fruit, we're going to have to be planted in the vine. That is why I have a quiet time every morning. I have got to get my marching orders from Jesus because there are plenty of other needs screaming at me that want to jump on my to-do list before I ever meet with Jesus. So I've got to have my quiet time. And I just finished a series, episodes 30 through 33, on quiet times because I passionately will say to everybody, It makes the most difference of anything to be in the Word. So if you need some help there, go back and listen to those. The next thing, good works are going to take a good amount of time. I mean, that's just the deal. There's no way to do things for the Lord and not have to make choices on where to find that time. Because even if my nest is empty, there's still plenty to do. I want to lighten the load so I can invest my time in the things that matter. And mostly we're going to have to completely avail ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We aren't meant to have enough on our own. We are meant to rely upon him to do what he wants us to do. It's the loaves and fishes. We're just little boys bringing our five loaves and two fish to Jesus going, I don't know, you got a lot of people to feed and this is all I got. And he says, thank you. And he breaks us and he multiplies us. And he does more through us than we could ever, ever, ever do on our own. So what passion has been simmering away on the back burner of your heart? What needs poke into your conscience and call your name when you hear about them? What ministry makes you perk up every time it gets mentioned and you think, I really care about that? What injustice beckons you to bring Jesus right into the middle of it? The reality is that all of these years of being moms, they have trained us. Our whole lives have been our training and our education. We have doctorates in how to care for others. So let's use those to serve those around us and to live our passions. We're not done yet. So let's go live those passions to the glory of God and to the building of Jesus' kingdom. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, 
Would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.